What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, GP. How is morning? GP, it's good to see you. How was your weekend? Uh, it's good. Getting a lot of stuff done. We're good. Yeah, yeah. I, GP is actually... my office. Yeah, GP is reorganizing his office, moving office furniture and everything around while he's podcasting with us this morning. So if you hear the occasional <laughs> crash and bang and the, the swear word, what we have to bleep out, then you'll understand what's going on. Occasional? Occasional, yeah. <laughs> it, he's lost. He's lost about half of his religion already this morning. Oh man! And I would actually encourage you to lose your religion, but uh-huh. even as a Christian, <laughs> I, I, feel, I don't like religion. Uh, uh, you don't, a Christian that doesn't like religion, got it? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because Christianity, a lot of sense. religion, in my is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by. Me. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's a, GP, it's a religion. Do you sell GP? Do you sell holy water and blessed handkerchiefs and off hours? Is that what you do? Because that's what you're sounding like. Well, I don't know what I can do for you. <laughs> I can make you walk, talk, see, hear, taste, and feel. I can do anything for you if you feel a few dollars in my pocket. I can bless you the next year to be complete. Well, I can't even go anymore. I, I can't because you gotta I, save I might it be for hurting the show later. Feeling. Yeah. You got to save it for the show later. I understand. <laughs> I understand. Are you, are you selling the uh, Are you selling the blessed wafers too? Oh, that's sacrilegious. Now, water and everything else, and pictures of myself. And Are they autographed? <laughs> the crackers now. Don't mess with the crackers. <laughs> you know something? Holy water, the, the way it works and the way they say it's a holy water and how you um, basically you can get a small amount of holy water and you can turn that small amount into gallons of holy water because of the whole process they say of, of uh, it's basically to the effect of as long as you have more holy water in the container of water than sinful water? I don't know. It makes the entire container holy water. So you can take that little bit and turn it into gallons of it. You know, it, I, I went that's into... Why I don't like religion, by the way. Yeah, I, you know, I, I went to... Uh, I, I got invited to a wedding one time, these two people that I knew, and th- they were Catholic. I mean, it was Obviously, it was done in a Catholic church. And as I'm walking in, this was... I mean, it was a beautifully built... I mean, it was brand new. Uh, it was a beautifully built church, and I knew the uh, I knew the father because he was also not only was he uh, father of that church, he was also uh, a substitute school teacher in the school that I attended when I was a kid. So that that's what he would do uh, if he wasn't doing church business. He was also a teacher. I went in, t- and he was also the one that was going to marry them. And I went into the church, and <laughs> to say that the Catholic churches are broke <laughs> is <laughs> that is oh my goodness, they had literal waterfalls inside of this church. Okay. Waterfalls, like fountains and waterfalls and and like aqueducts and everything running all over the place. And I'm like, what the hell did I just walk into? Like, what did I just walk into? And it is, I mean, and all of it's holy water, right? All of it's holy water. It's all been blessed and everything. And it's like, you know, that when you walk into the church, right, they've got, if you walk into the Catholic church, they've got like the you know, you have to cross yourself, but it's, you know, you got the holy water there. You have to, in blessed water, you have to cross yourself with. No, 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 no. See, not in this place. No, 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 not in this place. You got constantly running, filtered, blessed, holy water when you went into this place to cross yourself. 
again, this is why I'm I'm not a fan of religion. And then you go to a, uh, one of the local Protestant churches, and um, you can find out some some the lower income bracket. I, I know of some preachers that are in the smaller churches, and they can barely scrape. They have to work a job themselves to to afford living. Yeah, it's uh, and I I've seen that before too. And as a matter of fact, I've gone to some churches where I mean, you you can tell some of those churches they don't have a whole lot of money, and um. I know some people that run a church. They don't have a whole lot of money. As a matter of fact, they can't even afford to keep a full-time priest uh, at a uh, at a church. They actually have to pay a, a priest to come down uh, and give services once a week, and of course on holidays and stuff. And so there are a lot of churches out there that just they just don't have the money. Uh, and I've seen that before. And yeah, they they do have to work a job uh, outside of that uh, at some of the uh, some of the pastors and some of the uh, the ministers and stuff. They have to work another job uh, in order to make uh, make ends meet. And I've been to some churches before where it's like. Yeah, we uh we need we need your offering to the to the Lord or whatever and you know bless you know past you know whatever and and it's like y- you people have like door handles made of gold and it's like you're you're asking for money it's, it's like you're driving an, an eighty thousand dollar BMW father okay you you don't need any more money for this place I, I guess it also depends on the size of the church as well that's true yeah that's true I mean if you follow the ten percent tithing thing and you have a yeah. church few thousand you know. Yeah, it's always been a it's always been like the ten percent thing. And I, you know, something I used to go to uh, when I was a kid. I went to one of the the larger churches. I mean, Baptist church, and it was one of those like mega churches where it was like it wasn't going to church on Sunday. It was going to a movie production, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. They had like cameras and big screens and scripts and this giant. I mean, like all kinds, you know, microphones and camera. I mean, it was sound studios and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And it was this massive, I, I don't even know what, like the, it was not, it was not a church. Okay. It was a complex. It was a business. It was a full blown. They had a staff of like a hundred people business. Okay. That's not including the volunteers that don't get paid by the way. Exactly. Exactly. And to say that those people don't get a generous offering on Sunday is an understatement. And that's just, that's just with the first service that they have. Okay. That's not including the second, third, fourth service they have, the evening services and the Wednesday services too. Yeah. I've been to a smaller one of the mega churches. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, worked there. That's where I did the tech support um, at and some other jobs as well that you volunteer for. Yeah. You know, uh, when I look at that kind of stuff, Bruce, we're in the wrong line of work. GP, how many how many napkins do you bless a day? I need to get you back on that. You, you know, honestly, uh, the, the the place I was going at, I actually was being, uh, for a lack of a better word, groomed for a position on the staff, which I would have been elevated very quickly because one of the staff members ended up having a legal debacle. But anyway, there was some legal. I, I just I legal debacle at a church. A, a man of God with a legal debacle. Yeah. Well, let's just say he and his wife weren't uh, were a little too overzealous when it came to their diet and the regulations for the kids, and that one of the kids was malnourished and died. Oh boy. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. So anyway, all that to say, um, uh, we we pulled out because of. Um, uh, well, doctrinal disagreements and also um, we didn't like the stuff that was going on uh, as far as it, it just yeah didn't like it mm-hmm. okay i'll tell you what let's um let, let's get on to it here let's let's get on with this do you okay so we can go a couple different ways today right but i i do want to get to one thing specifically we can talk about space i'll leave it up to you we can talk about space because i got something interesting here about space uh we can talk about federal authorities or we can talk about it. Well, we're, one thing, but we're, we're going to get to something else here at the end uh, that, that we're going to do, which is something we do quite quite frequently around here. We're going to get into some campus insanity today, uh, which I, I love those. I love those. But um, 
what do you want to do? Do you want to do federal authorities and their jurisdiction in the states? Or do you want to do space? Which one do you want to do? Well, being as it's morning and it's lighter, you know, I, I, I'll lean towards space because I, I actually have a few okay. things on All right. space. All right. Researchers probe massive super Earths for favorable conditions. Do we even know where the next habitable planet is that we're theorizing at this point? Do we even know? Well, I mean, yes, actually, there's a lot. Um, so basically, it's the Goldilocks zone, if you will. It's not too hot, not too cold. It's just right. Uh, the problem is, is if it's a super Earth or it's a mega Earth or it's when you get a larger Earth, that means the gravitational pull is going to be greater, which means life as we know it can't exist. That won't be a place we can habit, uh, habitate. It, it'll be you, you go there and get crushed, basically. Um now, if it's like a larger planet with low density, maybe the gravity, you know, uh, maybe there's something there. Um, but I don't know, uh, maybe a moon. Uh, that's another possibility. You could have like a, a, a Jupiter or something and they have a moon that's trapped. That could be, you know, uh, you, you could end up there. Astronomers believe that super Earths, which are collections of rocks up to eight times larger than Earth, exist in the millions in our galaxy. The question before us is whether any of these super planets are actually Earth-like with active geological processes, atmospheres and magnetic fields. That was a... Um, uh, that was a physicist uh, from Sandia National Laboratories. Uh, the current work is described in today's Nature Communications. Research at Sandia's Fundamental Science Program, working with colleagues at the Earth and Planets Laboratory for the Carnegie Institution for Science in Washington, D.C., used the forces available at Sandia's uniquely powerful Z facility to near-instantly apply the equivalent of huge gravitational pressures, pressures to bridgmanite, also known as magnesium silicate, the most abundant oh, material in yeah. solid planets. Okay. I, I'd never heard. Sorry, that's a new word for me. Richmanite. I, sorry. I haven't heard that one. Magnesium silicate I've heard, but not. Yeah, that I've heard of. Good. But So the experiments uh, gave birth to data or to a data-supported table that shows when a planet's interior would be solid, liquid, or gaseous under various pressures, temperatures, and densities, and in what predicted time spans. Only a liquid core, which, like ours... Uh, with its metals shifting over each other in con in conditions resembling that of an earthly dynamo, which is, again, which is like ours. Ours is like iron and nickel or something, right? Like our, our core? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Magnetic stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, produces the magnetic fields, right? Which is what gives us our magnetic fields. If we didn't have the... If our core was solid, we'd be dead, right? Because we, we wouldn't have the magnetic field to protect us. It produces the magnetic fields that can shunt destructive solar winds... And cosmic rays away from the planet's atmosphere, allowing life to survive. Exactly. If we didn't have, if we had a solid core, we would have no magnetic field, X-rays and all that stuff, those nasty solar flares and everything that we get that the magnetic field protects us from. Yeah, we wouldn't have that. We'd be dead. Uh, this critical information about magnetic field strengths produced by the core states of a, by the core states of a different sized super Earths was formerly unavailable. Cores are well hidden by the bulk of planets surrounding them and thus not visible by remote viewing. Uh, for researchers who preferred earthly experiments rather than long-distance imaging, sufficient pressures weren't available until disease capabilities were listed. Here's Okay, here's my question. And I, I think I've asked you this before, but I can't remember. Mars. Is there a liquid core on Mars? Is there, is there a magnetic field on Mars? I genuinely don't know that. Uh, I mean, yeah. It looks like, uh, it, looks like it is an active core. They're saying that four billion years ago, the core was active. Now it's inactive. So there's no 
there's no magnetic field or anything protecting it. So how would life even survive up there if that's the case? I mean, right now, as far as we know, there is no life on Mars, but how could we ever expect to form a, a, a civilization? I mean, it would be a constant pressurized, uh, sheltered civilization as far as that goes. You'd never be able to do any kind of like anything. Well, you could theoretically uh, terraform it, but... <laughs> We're a that, long that, that, ways away from that. We're a long ways away from that. Maybe. Some of the patents that uh, came out here recently. Okay. Um, All right. Fair enough. We'll get into that later this week. But yeah, f fair enough. But that's... um uh, Later this week, we can get into it today. I've got some of the stuff on, on today. Okay. All right. All right. What do you got? Man, what do you got? Um, so some of the patents, this, this came out in... Uh, <laughs> The 26th of January, but I wasn't made aware of it until recently. Um, these are called the UFO patents is what these are. They're being um, donned as. Uh, it has things in here uh, like a high energy electromagnetic field generator, which is designed to redirect or, well, basically redirect large objects to small objects. We're talking asteroids to potentially being able to redirect bullets um, on, a, on a smaller scale. This one is... Uh, an, an interesting one that'll be shielding and stuff for our spaceships in the future, which might also protect us from solar radiation as well. Uh, you, you have other things like gravity field generate. Um, let's see, the name is uh, the name's a little more complicated here. High frequency gravitational wave generator. Interesting. Uh, no idea what they plan to do there. That one may be a, a measuring uh, device. Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe you can affect space time or something with it. I don't know. They they claim some of this stuff could affect space time. They have other things like a fusion reactor, which is the that that potentially could be used to create facilities on other uh, planets or moons that uh, produce a shield that would protect us from. Um, things like you know solar radiation or radiation on Jupiter, for example, because that's one of the big uh, downfalls right now. We can't actually habitate a uh, moon around Jupiter because Jupiter emits so much radiation. You would have to be like six feet under the ground at least at all times uh, so that you don't get uh, basically cooked alive. Uh, comforting thought. Uh, let's see here. Another one as well. The, the, um, yeah. An inertial mass reduction device. This one's pretty extraordinary in the sense of it'll reduce your your mass uh, so that you can move near the speed of light. What? Yeah. So uh, not only would it, it make you easier to stop, but it would be easier to accelerate. So you could get closer to the speed of light. Yeah. <laughs> this stuff is all above my pay grade. We're getting into quantum physics, quantum field fluctuations, and all kinds of stuff. I, I don't actually... You know, know the I, know some, of it. I know some physicists that would be fascinated by the stuff you're sitting here telling me. Yeah, uh, it, it, basically it's inertia and gravitational mass is what it affects. Okay, so uh, just, oh, 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 hold on, hold on. Okay, so we you've got magnetic shields. Yes. You've got this. Fusion reactor. Fusion reactor. Um, gravity field, the gravity generator thing, you know, gravity wave uh, generator. Okay, so from what you're telling me, like I'm, I'm working this in my head. I'm not a physicist or anything. Like that. I'm not a mathematician or statistician or just, you know statistics people. No, nothing like that. Okay, so I don't know how to work these equations. But just from what I'm hearing, you're talking some 24th century Star Trek stuff. Yeah. Well, there's also a, a high temperature superconductor, which would be used in a fusion reactor. So we're talking light drive. We're talking light drive here. Potentially, or something close. 
So this would be, okay, a superconductor. It's, okay, let me put it this way. It's a step. Yeah, it, it would be a step. It, we're not getting there. It, this is more like hundreds of thousands of miles per hour. Okay, but in zero gravity. Yeah, I in mean, zero gravity, you, you could you gotta continue think, to accelerate. Yeah, you got to think right now, as we were watching the uh, the Crew Dragon head towards the ISS, what was it, a month or two ago? You said, oh, yeah, they're only going 24,000 kilometers per hour. And I said, well, that's kind of limited, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a little... Imagine, yeah. and that's that's just with some thrusters. Imagine this. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I'm... This is great. Uh, the the Having a superconductor at room temperature, that, that is zero resistance when it comes to electricity. That That is uh, something you need uh, if, for doing these kind of things, or even uh, for doing things like uh, AI. I, I don't know what to say. Um, I tell you what, you you hold on to that stuff because I know I know somebody that would love to sit down and go through that stuff. Uh, and his name's Ned. He would love to sit down and go through that stuff. So hold that stuff. So that when he comes on later this week, if I can get him on later later this week, then um, we'll go over some of that stuff because that's fascinating talk. Um, all right, we're running out of time here. So uh, you got anything else on that that you want to mention? Uh, you know, I'm honestly, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited about some of the stuff where um, we're coming up with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to get rid of these uh, the, these hunchback uh, chicken neck snaggletooth freaks like uh, like Schwab and Gates and the rest of them, so we can get on with all this that we're talking about here. We don't have time for these these broke individuals. All right, GP, good. I'm glad you're here. GP, have a seat. Glad you're here. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's get on with, I mean, the meat and potatoes of the morning show. Let's get on to this. Welcome back to Campus Insanity, a weekly roundup of the craziest developments at the U.S.'s 4,000 plus institutions of, quote, higher education. University of California, Irvine, student government passes a boycott, divestment and sanctions legislation. The University of California, Irvine, student government passed legislation calling on the university to cut ties with businesses that work with Israel as divestment from apartheid. The resolution states that Israel has, quote, terrorized, displaced, and killed hundreds of thousands of Palestinians. Yeah, Palestinians wow. that didn't actually have a country before, you know. Wow. And no other Muslim country will actually take those in, by the way, the Palestinians. That's true. Do you know why they don't? And I, I'm just I'm just saying, do, do you know why they don't? Because they are so revolutionary that they and I'm I'm not even I'm not even exaggerating. They are 24 seven trying to take over your political process. That's why. And it's as you said, it's other it's other Islamic nations that won't take them either because of that reason right there. Well, it's a little more complicated than that. It's not everybody. It's always the power players. Okay, granted, granted, granted. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, Well, I mean, uh, to be fair, if you're for. Uh, for example, Sharia law. As a constitutional mm-hmm. American, we don't have any agreements. We we can't mm-hmm. find agreement there. I, th- so, I think it's, I think that's yeah. true with all Western democracies. It's just it's not there. Yeah. So I mean, if you're for that, no, I'm not saying all Muslims are okay. The, right. the, the more um, I, I know some. I guess, you, yeah, it's I, not even really dedicated. It's it's the more the Islamist type are the ones yeah. that are for. I know I know several Muslim individuals and, and families that practice the religion, and they're not like that. They're not like that at all. They live very peaceful, comfortable lives, and hell, a lot of them have a lot of businesses around here. You know, so I mean, here and in the U.S., hell, I've worked with I've worked with a lot of them. So mm-hmm. I mean, it is that that fringe element, like you're talking about, for sure, for sure. Okay, uh, Spalding University offers courses that allow students to earn anti-racism badges. <laughs> GP, do you have your anti-racism badge? 
<laughs> the look on your face is priceless. <laughs> mixed family. I don't even know how to answer that. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> like I'm, a, I'm a product of immigration from all across the West. So I mean, I, I can't. Like, what do you want me to say? God, in in relation, is it like a little star of David or something in relation to I, last? Well, okay, students at Spalding University, a Catholic school. Yeah, right. A Catholic train. school. In, we were just talking about a Catholic school in Kentucky can now earn. Oh, now see, there's several different several different levels of this. You can earn bronze, silver, or ebony badges for completing a series of courses called restorative practices. For the anti-racist journey. <laughs> wow. All right. Students at Catholic Georgetown feel unsafe because pro-life speakers were going to speak at an optional virtual event. Hold on. Hold on. At what type of school? A Catholic. Uh-huh. A, a Catholic uh-huh. school. Yeah. And, and they're protesting a pro-life, pro-life speaker at an speaker. optional, okay. at an optional uh-huh. virtual mm-hmm. event. Pro-choice students at Georgetown University brought forward a petition condemning speakers at a pro-life Zoom event, including Alveda King, which is the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., I might add. She's an amazing woman. You ever heard her speak? She's She is something. She is something to be holding, for sure. The petition said that the event made students feel, quote, unsafe and asked the organizers to change the name of the event from the cardinal o'connor conference on life to something less offensive is that uh, it, it should be offensive because of it oh, anyway you you know my take on abortion yeah I, I understand yeah like it. yeah yeah we're, we're we're clear on that but like the you're at a catholic school you're yeah, that's that was my point is this you're, is you're this catholic. Is catholic like that there is no more pro-life organization out there than catholic yeah that that's oh. why i was yeah that, that that's why i was pointing to that because that that's yeah. why if you're a student that's going to find a school and you're pro-choice why would you go to the most pro-life organization out there why would you go to them to get your schooling uh, uh to go there and raise hell and cause all make you make a nuisance of yourself that's the only thing i can ascertain from this claremont mechanic college offers racially segregated mental health resources Some group therapy sessions and other mental health services for students at Claremont McKenna College were advertised to students based on race with supportive discussion groups for black students and mental health healing circles for Latino students. Mental health healing circles. That's a new one. There's also a coloring session for LGBTQ students. (laughs) A coloring session. You're in college and you're given coloring books. Think about this. You're given coloring books, mental health healing circles and coloring books like it. Okay. Okay. Elon University hosts urgent whites only caucus to process complicity in racism. Elon's university's education school created a segregated space in which white identifying students could, quote, unpack race and systemic and systemic oppression. The school, which advertised for the group last fall, claimed the... Uh, YAF, uh, yeah, I don't know, uh, released the report and did not know about the racially separated Zoom meetings. Uh, okay, why are you allowing that at, at a university? Why, why are you allowing that? If you've got a student body, if you've got uh, groups of, of students in there that are that are conducting that kind of stuff, I'm sorry, that would be conduct that is not becoming of a student that you want to attend your institution and you expel them. Sorry. What, what do you want me to say to college wokeness? What do you want me to say? Like, you want to talk about the people that are destroying our society? It's that kind of attitude right there. But you have to have you have to have the uh, younger gener- younger generations um, uh, indoctrinated and 
activated as far as activist and whatnot. Yeah, they have yeah. To be, SJWs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. that's one of the things, right? The S- ESGs, right? Yeah, yeah. Environment, uh, social, that, that, that's what they Great were. reset garbage. Yeah, I know. I know all about it. That's why we're here every day because of that BS right there. All right. UC Berkeley, right? Because nothing crazy would ever come out of UC Berkeley. No. That was like the inflection point of the Antifa black bloc movement on the universities around the world. I'm sorry, GP. What? <laughs> I'm getting the evil eye from GP. <laughs> Did I say something about UC Berkeley? Am I wrong? Correct me. Am I wrong about UC Berkeley and the start of the Antifa movement on the campuses? UC Berkeley is a holy institution that represents California as a whole. <laughs> you are not allowed to say. Yes, GP. And if and if you don't say that, you'll get beat over the head with a bike lock or, or smashed upside the face with a brick. <laughs> They actually do have, they're very good in architecture. They have a great architecture. You know something? And that's, that's also, that's true. And you know something? There's also, um, there's also a great, and I'm not, I'm not even joking. There's a great doctoral program out there for epidemiologists. That's true. That's true. Uh, Okay. UC Berkeley advised, listen to this, UC, UC Berkeley advised the Chinese government on economic decisions. China gave millions of dollars to the University of California at Berkeley. Oh, no. No, they didn't. Uh, The Chinese Communist Party giving money to an American university. I never would have guessed. I I never would have guessed that. Which, by the way, Biden just reversed all that. He he just reversed all that. So he allowed the Chinese to come back into the universities. (laughs) And and they also stopped the two-year investigation on our colleges. They, They ended that. Yes. China gave millions of dollars to the University of California at Berkeley to conduct economic research and advise the country's communist regime. Okay, like I I don't I don't know what more you want to hear. We were talking about a normalcy bias before we started all this. Like if that's not a normalcy bias, what is what is if you're paying? Like we just said, there's a couple of there's a couple of places out there or a couple of fields of study at UC Berkeley that are okay. But if I tell you what, if I had a child that was a student at UC Berkeley, first of all, if they supported all that woke stuff, all that, whatever, this, this, everything preceding all this, if they supported any of that, good luck. You're on your own. I'm not paying for your tuition any longer. But hiring someone that's, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't hire somebody either. As a business person, as a hiring person, hell no, hell no. But on top of that, yeah, of course they're a liability. On top of that, on top of that, if I saw the university was actually taking money, if you attended the university that actually takes money from a foreign country like that, especially that, then guess what? As Bruce just said, I'm not hiring you. Hell no, I'm not going to hire you. And on top of that, not only are they taking money from those, but many of those uh, professors that were under investigation had actually been uh, given money from uh, the CCP and not millions of dollars, millions of dollars in some cases. The Harvard, the head of the head of Harvard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're supposed to disclose that information, but it wasn't. We're out of time this morning, so we are going to have to go. Thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you for sitting down, GP. Thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more. Please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.